What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. This is the Fight Club. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe, and drop a comment of your picks for these fights this weekend. This is Paul Pickle Winham Concha, and I'm joined with. What's going on, man? It's Mark, man. Baby, Bet Tio in the garden. Yes, sir. The return. Yeah, the return in the garden. Didn't his last fight in the garden, though, also? I think it was in the baby garden. I think this is in the big house. The big okay. boy. Okay. The big okay. crib. He's yes, welcoming on the doghouse no more. Welcome back. Yes, sir, man. December 10th, Heisman night. He's known for it. He's going to hit the pose on him. Do you think Elijah Moore's going to be there? Yeah, he should. Homeboy, New York. Oh, shit. Well, I mean, this. I mean, if there's any car to go to New York this year, this is definitely one of them. Teal female Sandor Martin, WBC title eliminator winner gets the Regis Progress fight. Big baby Jared Anderson versus Jerry Forrest, Xander Zayas, Keyshawn Davis, Jaye Tucker, Bruce Carrington, Tiger Johnson. Like Jesus, almost ran out of breath saying all those fucking names. That shit is deep. This was supposed to be Tio versus Jose Pedraza, but they end up scrapping that fight. I'm actually happy. The, no one wanted to see that Pedraza fight. The Sandor Martin fight, though, on the other hand, can be interesting. Sandor Martin just beat up Mikey Garcia, kind of shocked the world, kind of been doing that ever since, and now maybe he can do it again. Right. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. But... I need Tio to show, man. He one forties his his weight. I don't want to see him put in that work. But shit, let's get into these prospects, man. All right, let's start at the bottom. Tiger Johnson. We saw him earlier this year. He looked pretty fucking good. He's going up against Mike O'Han Jr. I don't think Tiger's fought with the crew in his last fights. I think this is his first time with the crew. No, he he was uh he was on the the last one we just did. Now he was on the prelims of one of them, but it was with the silver. It was with the the Olympic team, like for all they're all American Olympians. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He might have not have been with. Now Keyshawn. he's, but now he's with the crew. They got right. They got that boy right. They they say, hey, bro, why are you hanging out with them scrubs, bro? Come over here. Come hang out with us. Uh, man, the boys are always in the gym. It's like the same fucking. They always at the top ranked gym. Put in work, bro. Iron sharpens iron. Facts. So Delonte, Michael Hahn Jr., 16 and 1. I love to see something oh. like this because Michael Hahn don't want to lose either. Like he's 16 and 1. He still feels like he's kind of a prospect in, in his own right. Hey, he's going to get walked down on. Ever since, what's that fucking, what's the construction fucking boxing name? Um, uh, Joe, what is it? Yeah, Joe, Joe Smith. Smith ever think. since Joe Smith, all these motherfuckers think they got a shot at 16 and 1 still. No. But, yeah, no, Tiger should make clean work. It's going to be uh, eight rounds. So, I, I think his last fight was five. So, I'm, so he's moving up in some rounds. Right. Stepping up in comp. Then our next fighter, Bruce Shushu Carrington, 5-0 and 0 at 126, going up against Juan Tapia. He coming off that one. Wasn't it that one nasty knockout, or was that the fight before? That was the fight before. Last fight, he didn't knock him out because I had money on him to win by knockout. And, of course, he uh... Damn, of course, when you put money on it, Paul pick a winner. Yeah, but again, I think that the last two fights were like four rounds and six. So this one's an eight round fight. I think, I think, bro, that's why Top Rank is doing good with these dudes. Putting the, I think they're slowly getting that better competition, slowly getting the rounds in. 
Yeah, I mean, That's... only five fights into it, and we're look look at us. We're talking his name already. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. That shit crazy. Then big bro on the block, one forty seven. Shahid Tucker nine and zero versus Ivan Ponziak. 14, 2, and 1 again. He's active, bro. He, they always are active. That's crazy how much they're able to get on these cards and stay active and keep trying to sharpen their skills. Yeah, and uh, it's, they were, what were they, like two, two months ago they were fighting? Yeah. And his last Pretty- fight, he won by decision also. And, uh, yeah, this was September. September 23rd was their last fight. So a little over two months now. Yeah, these motherfuckers be active like hell. Uh, That's how you do it. Yeah, like we top rank is doing it right. If there's anyone that I say is right now is best in boxing, I'd say it's top rank. And they do it. They do it together instead of trying to split them up and have their own little events or whatever. Make separate main events. Like they putting them all together so they all can get exposure. People can be like, oh shit, just. And they all fucking training together in the same gym, same. Yeah, and, and like you said, iron sharpens iron. Introduce your next boy here, Keyshawn Davis. That's next on the list. Timothy. Ah, bro. Boy, is going to be a future pound for pound. If anyone on this fucking whole card, definitely Davis, for sure. You're not worried about you're not worried about my boy coming in from Cuba? Nah, man. What the fuck? You're not worried? <laughs> you're not worried nah, about Andy Cruz? He, 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 he's going to get it when he get it. But right now, it's Keyshawn. He's still going to have to catch up for sure. Yeah, he, I mean, he did just get his freedom. He's now finally going to be a part of these cards and stuff. But they've already been rapping. I know we can't overlook Lon Carlos Burgos. He's no slouch. Uh, didn't, he, didn't he say he fought Devin Haney? Yeah, I think he went to, I think he went to decision with Haney. I forgot who else he fought. He might have fought someone else. Yeah, so he, he, this isn't his first time getting into the ring with a top-level opponent. So for Keyshawn Davis, it's, we'll get to finally see, uh, not finally see, but we get to see. Oh, he lost to Mikey Garcia. Oh, okay, so that's who it was. Yeah, but we get to see him against a, a someone that we can compare people he'll eventually fight to. Like, because we'll be able to see how he fought him, how Devin Haney, like, he has now a, a better comparison point for uh, Keyshawn Davis. All right. Then our next fight Xander Zayas, 14 and 0. Probably, I still think, I know you love Keyshawn, but I still think Xander might be the best prospect on the card. That boy, I mean, at one possibly, man. he's a problem. What are you 147, he was a problem. 154, he's a problem. He's he's filling into his weight. He's going up against Alexis Salazar, 24 and 4. He's been in the ring with a few good people as well. So, again, just stepping up in competition. We keep stressing that. But I don't see anything stopping any of these prospects we're talking about. No, I'm expecting everybody to just kind of go put in their work and, like, another day in the gym. Yeah, if I would be shocked if any of them lose. But nah, I don't see no losing. But I don't I, see. I would, I would be shocked if, like, I mean, I'm not gonna say shocked because I mean, it's still some of them got step up in competition. But no, like, I don't want to see anyone struggling. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see anyone taking a step back. Everyone got to take a step forward. Yeah. So those are the all the prospects, and then. 
to our co-main event. I mean, he's a prospect in his own right. The real big baby, Jared Anderson. Oh, hell yeah. He's probably the best heavyweight prospect right now. Wow. Stout. I, co- I stamped that. Co-signing yeah, everything. Yeah. Jerry Forrest, slugger, 26, 5, and 2. I mean, another person. I want to see Jared Allen and Jared, Jared Anderson look good because I think his last fight, I'm trying to remember if he didn't look too good or not. Because uh, I want to say, not that he struggled. It was early, Yeah, it was earlier this year. He ended up knocking the guy out in the second round. But in the first round, he was getting caught with some punches. And I was just right. like, hold up now. And oh, then all, I think I remember. And then he was able to turn it on some Deontay Wilder. So. Yeah, and then he landed that motherfucker and knocked his ass out. He got some skills, man. And, bro, like, I'd be watching him training, bro. Like, he'd be working with Shakur and them. He's, like, he got real boxing skills. He just And he's just a big dude. He's fast. Like what, yeah, bro. And, like, his like he be sparring Shakur and shit. And just, like, I feel like being around that, bro, he's got high IQ for it. He's not just out there looking for the big right hand or something or looking for the, you know, the big knockout punch. But he can deliver that, of course. But I feel like his boxing IQ is low-key high. Yeah, he's going to be on some fury shit. He's going to need it because, like I said, yeah. So, Jerry Forrest, he's been in the, in the uh, ring with Zong. He got it. He they had a majority to tie with Zong. And Zong is a, a top five heavyweight, top seven heavyweight, how you kind of look at it. And he lost to uh, Pulev, who was also a, more of a higher top 10 ranked heavyweight. So he's losing the top guys, but he has wins, like 26 wins. I just want to see how fucking Anderson looks because this guy has experience. He's been in the ring with high ranked opponents. And if Anderson kind of just goes in there lazy, it could it could be a closer fight than what the odds because the odds are like plus five like plus five thousand for Forrest and I'm just like he kind of got experience like we saw with Berlanga versus Tony Harrison like it, or yeah was it Tony Harrison he fought? No, uh, I forget who. No, it wasn't Tony. Harrison. I think that's a different weight, but I forget. But we I forget which one. Steve, Steve Rolls. It was Berlanga. Yeah, that's what Steve it was. Rolls, and um, it was just like. We all have, we thought Berlong was gonna kill a guy, and I feel like Anderson does. I just want to, I just hope these heavy hitting um, prospects don't come in and there's only lean on the fact they're heavy hitters. Yeah, facts. He got to use that, that, like I said, that boxing IQ and get his work in and try to make it look like a sparring session. That's what I'm hoping for. Then on to the main event here. Probably the closest odds on all the fights here, even though they're still big dog and a big favorite. Teofimo to take over Lopez, taking on Sandor the and Rassador and and Rassador Martin. Sandor Martin, he I mean he shocked the world when he beat Mikey Garcia. No one thought he beat his ass. Made it look easy. (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, I put the work on him. Teofimo, I mean we all know the skill. We all know that he has not just the skill, but he has a God-given gift in, like, speed and power, and he's just the perfect size for the 135, 140 weight classes. Is his mind right? Is his team right? Is the people that he has around him doing everything in his best interest? These are the questions that make people kind of worry about Tiafimo. Not his skill, not his ring, not his ability. Just everything else. So I'm just you're and his that, biggest fan. I want to hear from you. Yeah, you're rocking the shirt. Out, and you feel me? Shout out that boy Paul. I forgot about that bit. All right. No, man. I mean, 
another big question is always his pops too, bro. For real, it's always his. Uh, like, cause I mean, you've seen him win a trainer of the year, or whatever they call it, coach of the year, trainer of the year, and um, when he beat Loma, and he put it together a good game plan then. But then you see him against Cambosas, their game plan went to fucking shit, and it, like they had, it was all over the place talking about knock him out, boxing, knock him out, like. It was just all giving them all types of information that you can't really be getting in the corner. Well, his trainer for the Lomachenko fight, I had someone I had found this out recently. Trainer Joey Gamachi or Gamacho, some uh, trainer Joey, right. and he's Loma's former trainer. So he gave Tiofimo the perfect game plan for Loma. He executed right. it to the T, won that fight. People were coming out and giving credit, like, oh, Joey Gamachi, like, he, he's uh, one of the reasons, like, why they're giving him right. props and giving him credit. And Tiafimo's dad didn't like that. And he kicked Damn, him out of it. He kicked he him out. Him. Yeah, hey, got chill, his out of it. Hey, chill, man. Tio, they good people in my eyes. Well, then, <laughs> then they bring it. Then, no, so his dad does the training. Hey, he, man, he boxing's a slimy sport, man. And then they hire him again for his last fight, I believe. <laughs> he looked pretty good, and he got fired again. Now it's damn. Like, like, they hired him for the. They just uh, the, use. The they just use him for the work, real quick. Like, hey, train me real quick. Nah, but I think it's the once, like, once the the dad wants the spotlight, but when the dad's not getting it, the other trainer's getting it. He can't. His ego's too big to be okay with being in the back. So then he, he has to get rid of. It. Like, oh, it's not him that's winning. He's not reason why we gotta get rid of him. <laughs> He kind of brainwashed the boy Teal. I mean, I'm not gonna say brainwashed because it is like his pops and shit. But now nah, you said Teal Fimo's stuck on like keeping his dad no matter what. Like, but knowing damn well like it could be a distraction. But I mean, at the same time, who else got him there? It's also his dad. So I mean, I get it too because you got to think of all those amateur tournaments and going through all that shit that he went through when they won the first belt. That's his pops there. So I mean, that's hard to get rid of, but. Shit, man. You got to get him his the dome right. Because, I mean, his skills is untouched, bro. And when, he, when he's locked in, he's different. And I like him over a lot of people. So someone made a good thing. They're big Teofimo fans, the one that said this. They just said, Dude. especially with the fact that we all know the skill of him. It would just be a tragic thing that if Teo, at the end of Teofimo's career, if the only thing we can say is, Oh, remember when he beat Lomachenko? <laughs> and and it, the only way in the data sphere that that might end up being a real possibility because he might not be able to reach his potential if maybe if it is only his dad training him. If it, like yeah, he was looking nah, a lot better with these other trainers coming in, and then his dad got it's, it's all an ego thing, and boxing is a very ego sport, so I can see how it happens, but. I, I'm a fan of him, so I, I like him in the fight, but I just want to see because they did hire Gamachi again and then fire him after the compa fight because, again, he was getting too much props. So now it's back to Teofimo and his dad, and last time we saw that was the Cambosas fight. So And that shit was ugly. And I'm pretty sure the odds are just as similar as this, and Cambosa was similar to Martin, like shocking the world off his previous fights going into it. Facts. I mean... Tio, man, that boy he's so it. young yeah. though. Yeah, he's twenty five. That's why he, he's only twenty five. So I mean, he got time to really like get his shit back together. But 
This is going to be a big test. This is a huge test. Hey, if Teofimo fights Regis Prograis with just his daddy in his corner, he might I don't get know, work. Man. Bro, he might Slow get down, work. Man. Nah, chill, because if he comes out there on Saturday and does fucking damage to this man, fucking knock his dome off. Bro. Not the Arasad door. <laughs> if he fucking sends it like the lap band, I seen Teofimo in the garden on Heisman night, and I seen him sent fucking Comey to the fucking shadow round. Yeah, man, that boy sent his ass somewhere, bro. I didn't. You couldn't even see him anymore after that, bro. That shit was done. So if he do some shit like that again, and get the crowd back on his side, get that confidence back up, and he be good, bro. All right, we're both Ryan Tio. You swayed me into it. I was maybe I was leaning towards the dog. It's the feel. They Damn, I'm going the dog. It's only in my gut tells me this is gonna be a lot closer fight than it is because Sandor's a very calculated fighter from what I've seen. Now he doesn't go out there trying to swing for the fences and to go for the big shots. That's so he kind of just pieced up Mikey Garcia for the whole fight and just he very calculated with it. And I can see Tiofimo. And I think Sandor is a, a southpaw as well. So I, I could see him putting in, like, giving him a little bit of trouble. Lopez gets a little bit, like, anxious, wanting to get the big punches landing, like how he did with George Cambosas. And he doesn't have the person in the corner to calm him down, put him back into the game plan. He has someone that's like, hey, you're way better than this guy. Go knock him out. Tell Basically, and he's going to repeat what he's been doing in the first. So I'm, I'm going with a long dog here. Give me Martin on points. <laughs> Damn, all right. Hey, man, I hope, I hope, I wish I could be in the corner of that shit, bro. I want to know what kind of game plan T is going to, I don't want him to come out, like, trying to get, like, some first round knockout type and try to do it, like, what he was doing before his first title fight. Like, he just needs to go in there, kind of come out like he did with the Lomachenko fight, back him up with a jab and try to, like, get his shit going, bro. I hope he doesn't come out there and get, crazy and start swinging all wild and like he what he was doing with cambosis was ugly as fuck right when you rewatch that fight that shit is so bad like he was just trying to throw these wild hooks and right hands trying to knock him out and it just was not working as long as he doesn't look like that bro it's gonna be i think he's going to, i think he's gonna get knocked out i think he's gonna not do that and he i think he's gonna stamp 140 you feel me he's gonna tell people and do it in the group chat. He's going to let them all know, man. Tio's and then he's going to say Regis next? He's going to say everybody's <laughs> next because I like Tio over a lot of people, man. Regis is scary, though. That boy's nice. <laughs> that boy is nice. <laughs> that boy is nice. And he's a dog. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, shit. So that was we, – we talked Bruce Carrington, Tiger Johnson, Jaheed Tucker, Keyshawn Davis, Xander Zayas, Jared Big Baby Anderson – and of course, the main event that y'all came for, Tiafima Lopez and Sam Dorman. The takeover. Hey, man, that boy, the garden, he's going to look. I'm watching the Knicks right now at the garden. It's going to be right there. He's going to hit the Heisman pose. After he knocks, he knocks Jid out, and he's going to do a backflip every time and call out everybody at 140 because he's him. Hey, y'all heard it here first. This has been Totally Blitz Podcast, breaking down Lopez and Martin. I am Paul Pickle Winham. That's Marcus Primetime Penley. And if y'all didn't know, now y'all know.
Pour up, drink up, and enjoy. We've been on that rock star regiment, knowing that I'm heaven sent, higher than I ever been. been. I got a problem with being problematic. Get the light beam on me, ready for electrostatic. Don't you